Yo, so I'm back in here for another edition of your mother. Uh, this episode is probably going to be titled The Three Stooges. Um, why that title? People probably want to know. Because um, we're going to talk about Adrian Bronner, Takashi 69, and uh, Akon. The current Three Stooges in the media. Uh, I guess let's start. Let's just get in the show. Yo, so I'm back. Like I said, we're gonna talk about the Three Stooges: Adrian Bronner, Takashi Six Nine, and Akon, the rapper. Now, I guess we can start off with Adrian Bronner because he's the most entertaining. Um, this stupid ass nigga got on Vlad TV talking about um, he spent a million dollars. And early in his career, he spent a million dollars on a trip to Miami, right? That included the, the niggas he took. And yes, I did say that shit correctly because it's a bunch of probably ignorant ass niggas like him right what they say birds of a dozen birds of a flock i don't know what the fuck it is birds of a feather right so if he an ignorant ass hood nigga it's got to be hood niggas that went with him family and friends right now while i don't knock hood niggas because i'm a former hood nigga not currently no more i'm trying to elevate my mind and shit like that right um I don't like ignorant hood niggas. And Adrian Bronner is an ignorant hood nigga. But nevertheless, he took family, friends, and himself to Miami early in his career. Spent a million dollars. To which Vlad was breaking the shit down, right? The plane tickets, the hotel stays, even the food. Couldn't amass no million dollars, right? Shit. Even being rich, you'd be hard pressed to push more than $150,000. Anything after that, you're doing dumb nigga shit, which Adrian Bronner is a dumb nigga. Um, a, a successful boxer, and even that's to be debated because I think this nigga record is like, I don't know, 31 and 4 or 3 or some shit. I know he's lost three times, right? Because he's a showboat and he doesn't practice his craft like Floyd Mayweather. He's too busy hanging out with rappers, gambling, um, hanging out with entertainers and athletes and shit, right? When you need to be focused on your craft. Sorry about that quick that quick break. I had to pause the, the episode recording in my car. I kind of hate doing this shit in the summer because I, I can't roll the windows up. And it's always some ignorant ass nigga driving by with annoying ass music, right? I don't want that shit all in the background. Y'all got to hear that shit. But in any event, Vlad started grilling him like a steak as to how did he spend a million dollars on a trip to Miami, right? To which he started saying that, uh, you know what I'm saying, food, hotel stays, nigga rented a car for him and other people with him, a thousand dollars a day. I don't know what kind of fucking cars you gotta like be renting for it to be costing a thousand dollars even a Maybach I think is like what 300 
but this nigga was spending a thousand dollars a day on rental cars and he had them for like two two three weeks right so just dumb nigga shit right niggas niggas always find a way to hemorrhage money like chris rock said when a nigga get money it's the countdown to when this nigga gonna go broke and in adrian bronner's case it's actually the countdown when he gonna go broke because i don't know how viable he is in the sports world right in boxing and every year there's an up and coming boxer right which means he ain't doing shit but getting older and for somebody to not be as good as a fighter as Floyd Mayweather, he might want to focus on his craft before he don't have a career. And I don't know if this nigga watched any boxing historian tapes, but even Mike Tyson went broke. And Mike Tyson was valued at $385 million in 1984. So, if Mike Tyson worth almost $400 million went broke, Adrian Bronner he need to be paying attention to his money not to mention inflation on a dollar is a lot higher than it was when mike was getting money so i think at 1984 85 the value of a dollar was 80 cents i think the value on a dollar now is somewhere between 55 and 60 cents it's probably less than that but i'm giving it the benefit of the doubt that being said that means he's gonna have to fight and get double the money that Mike Tyson was getting. And he's not even half a good fighter as Mike Tyson, right? So he might want to focus on that shit. Not only that, I'm busy. I'm busy. No, I don't. Not only that, he don't have a brand of, uh, a product brand. Excuse me, y'all. Fucking motherfuckers rolling up asking for change. Couldn't stop the episode. If you have a bum in the background, that's what it was. Um, but like I was saying He doesn't have a product brand I don't know if he's endorsing any products and shit Right He probably don't even have a sports drink Or um, Sports uh, Products like You know what I'm saying Fucking clothes Right Why these niggas be boxers And don't have any, have any glove You know what I'm saying A patent glove Or You know what I'm saying Shit, hell, they're even their own. And niggas fight still using Everlast boxing gloves. So, like, that in itself is stupid. Like, Mike Tyson should have got on that. But I think Mike Tyson had a video game, Mike Tyson Punch-Out. Um, I don't know if he had the rights to his name. But I think he didn't get it put in another boxing match or boxing game. God damn, the fucking bus rolled up on me with this loud fucking noise. I try to park in the most incognito place, but for some reason that shit ain't working out today. I thought on this street only fucking cars was gonna drive. A fucking bus, a homeless nigga, and loud ass music. But to get back on topic, yeah, I don't know why these boxers don't have some type of sporting product like a punching bag or boxing gloves. Hell, even a jump rope, my nigga. Tank tops. Even 50 Cent had tank tops, and this nigga was a rapper. But how built 50 Cent was back in 2003, you thought that nigga was a professional boxer. I heard he did, used to box when he was younger. But he's smart. The reason I think Adrian Bronner is a fucking stooge is because this nigga focuses on too much irrelevant shit, right? But like I was saying back to his trip where he was bragging about spending a million dollars, right? Like I said, 
Vlad was grilling him like a steak. Finally got to the nitty gritty, and this nigga said that he spent $250,000 on gambling, right? Fucking idiot. I don't know what it is about rappers, athletes, and shit. Like, they act like they're gonna, you gonna be that hot nigga in rap all your life, or you gonna be that hot R&B singer, as with the case of R. Kelly, or you gonna be that, um, that viable superstar athlete, such as the case of Terrell Owens, and, um, a buster ass nigga Which I can't think of his name But he played for the uh, Miami Heat Right Nigga squandered 161 million dollars And works at Subway Or not Subway My bad He ain't fuck up He didn't fall down on hard times that hard I think he said he worked as a manager At fucking Starbucks And I forgot what the nigga name was It wasn't Alonzo Mourning It was the other tall jughead Frankenstein looking motherfucker So Like these motherfuckers really be like not counting their nickels and not actually preparing for the future, right? In the words of Sheik Looch, right? Plan for the future because you're going to be older way longer than you're going to be younger. But Adrian Bronner probably didn't listen to the locks, so he a fucking retard to begin with, right? Um, the reason I actually wanted to put him in as uh, one of the three stooges, and I don't mean to like harp on black people and I hate talking about black people in, in a negative fashion. But I don't like stupid niggas. And this nigga's from Ohio like me. I think Adrian Bronner's from Akron. And I'm from Toledo. So I really hate niggas that's from my home state. That are just fucking stupid. It's bad enough we got Bow Wow. Which went broke. Uh, Bootsy Collins became a crackhead and went broke. And I'm saying, But he ended up rebounding back in the 90s. And opening up a restaurant that's highly successful in Cleveland. So... You know what I'm saying? There's always a silver lining. However, I think he was like in his 50s when he rebounded. Now he's in his 70s. You don't want to be that nigga to rebound in your 50s and have a successful life in your elder age, right? The goal of life is to enjoy your vital youth time as much as your elderly age, right? Or in my case, the in-between, right? The 30 to 46 or 30 to 50, right? But in any event, yeah, he's a fucking idiot. I did an episode about him, shit, I think a year and a half ago, where he got knocked the fuck out by Pacquiao, right? Showboat, not practicing. The nigga smokes weed as a boxer. I don't know how the fuck you drink and smoke. Like, like you should be in tip-top condition. Which is probably why Anthony jo uh, Joshua Anthony got knocked the fuck out by a dude that looked like a goddamn janitor or a fucking plumber. These motherfuckers don't practice on their craft, so um, we shall see what Adrian Bronner's future will look like in the future, right? Will he be these one of these washed up ass has been boxers that's doing endorsements for Subway or Kentucky Fried Chicken, or in the case of uh, I think it was Jerry Rice doing bullshit ass uh, commercials for Popeyes Chicken? We shall see. Anyways, take another quick break. When I come back, we're going to talk about Takashi 69. Yo, so I'm back from that short brief break and shit. Um, next up, we got Takashi 69. Um, 
he's a stooge for the obvious reasons, right? A lot of people are like, yo, why Takashi 69 a stooge? If you don't know why I'm calling Takashi 69 a, a fucking three stooge, you probably a stooge, right? You probably an ignorant, dumb motherfucker out there. Um, but the reason I'm talking about Takashi 69 being a fucking idiot, uh, minus the snitching, right? One could debate that him snitching and saving in his own skin wasn't very stupid. However, it's not plenty smart, right? Saving your own skin, that make you a coward. If you want to be a coward, that ain't the right move. And if it ain't the right move, it's probably a dumb move. But in any event, you got this fucking rainbow hair goofball, right? Even though he's actually taking the rainbow shit out of his hair, right? trying to be low-key or at least not be so easily easily recognizable right he's gone back to his original brunette hair right with the pigtails but i guess if you recognize him you'd know who he is either way even though i don't think this is like by coincidence i think he's done that on purpose to blend in so you know what i'm saying people can't easily recognize him on the street pound him out I'm calling him a stooge because it's one thing to snitch. It's even another thing to brag about your snitching, right? Just a bunch of faggot shit. And I don't mean that in a homosexual or homophobic derogatory term. I mean faggot as in weird as fuck. Because this nigga, not only did he snitch and he embraced the fact that he was snitching, now he has the audacity to go out to L.A. And I guess allegedly, I'm doing the air quotes, pay respects to Nipsey Hussle. I think August 20th was Nipsey Hussle's, would have been his 35th birthday. You know what I'm saying? Rest in peace, Nip. The marathon continues. Um, but he went out there. Um, a lot of people were saying it was to mock Nip- Nipsey Hussle. I think Nipsey Hussle, before he was killed, on the record, said that he would never do a song with a rainbow hair rapper. He didn't say Takashi 69. Or he didn't say Takashi 69. But he implied it and everybody knew who he was talking about. So on the anniversary of Nipsey Hussle's birthday, or what it what would have been his birthday, Takashi 69 goes to his um a mural near the um Crenshaw Boulevard where the Marathon store used to be. And it looked like what he was doing was It looked like he was praying, right? He did the whole Catholic cross your heart shit. And while most people was actually making Nipsey out to be a messiah of sorts, a lot of people took that as he was mocking Nipsey Hustle, right? But he was playing this smart, even though it was stupid. He played it smart showed up in LA early in the morning right in the wee hours so that anybody following his page they wouldn't have saw it and shit until they woke up by then it would have been too late he would have been gone Um, but I think a lot of uh, they showing a lot of video clips on YouTube several LA natives they spotted him they recognized him and they showed their disdain for him being in a city. To which he got the fuck out of Dodge with his armed bodyguards and went to uh Skid Row and started passing out $100 bills, right? 
Now, as that as generous as that might seem, that shows the cowardice of this fucking monkey ass dude. Because nobody gives a fuck about the homeless. So nobody gives a fuck about you passing out $100 bills to the homeless. Right? I mean, naturally, they're homeless and drug addicted. So any money that you passing out, they're going to be gracious to, right? The average everyday citizen that knows a Takashi 69, they're not fucking with him, right? And as much money as all. Uh, and as much as I talk about money, I wouldn't take a dollar bill from somebody that's a fucking snitch. Because whatever whack juice they got on them, it might rub off and get on me. Anyways, that's all really I got to say about that. That was a short segment. Next up, I'm going to talk about the Akon, the rapper, giving his motherfucker opinion on Vlad TV about black people letting go slavery. I think it's arbitrary when anybody phrases that and says that because niggas ain't walking around talking about slavery in the context of like we were slaves. The average black person gets that and is on past that, right? We're not on that shit. When black people mention slavery, it's to actually preface what they're about to say about the plight of black people in America. I'm going to more detail about that when I come back. Yo, so here's the conclusion. The third stooge on the chopping block, Akon's monkey ass. Now, before I get into this segment of the episode, I'm going to preface it by saying that um, I actually like Akon as an entertainer and um, and a person. Like, I don't think he's... I don't think he's a bad person. I do think when it comes to issues on foundational black Americans, he need to shut the fuck up. Um, while I like the song that he did locked up the original and the remix with uh, Styles P. I like the song he did. I tried with Bone Thugs and Harmony. Um, hell, I even like that song. T- uh, I don't know. Shake that. Uh, I'm saying whatever the fuck that shit is titled. Right. It's a dope ass song. He did several other songs with T-Pain, Jay-Z, and several other rappers that I can't really name right now. But he's been a viable force in hip-hop. And I think that his contribution to hip-hop was uh, greatly needed and appreciated. I like that he brought some of that Senegalese flavor to hip-hop, right? It made him stand out. I don't know if it was the distinct voice or the... um, his beat selection, uh, his nice penmanship. He has very nice penmanship when it comes to uh, writing songs that are lyrically nice, right? Lyrically, uh, for lack of better words, lyrically good, right? When he, when Akon came on the scene, I didn't peg him as being a one-hit wonder, right? You jump in the game, your opening song is locked up, right? Describing the heartaches of being locked up and incarcerated and away from your family because of some dumb shit you did. Or the song Tried or I Tried with Bone Thugs and Harmony. How he actually gave a great performance and a great performance detailing how he, as a man, tries on a day-to-day basis to do the right thing and to keep moving forward and growing, right? So as an artist, I don't think he's a bad person. 
And as a person, I don't think he has ill intent, right? I do think he's misinformed just in the context of saying that black people need to get over slavery. Now, whether black people need to get over slavery or not, as a person that's not a foundational black American, but a migrant from another country, obviously for whatever reasons, his parents decided to leave Africa because it wasn't as a suitable growing environment. They came to the States. That says a lot. That says that even though black people may or may not need to get over slavery, maybe you should get over. You know what? I'm not even going to say that. Actually, I'm going to say it, but in a different context. But whether black people need to get over slavery or not, as a person that does not understand the hardships in a historical text context, you kind of are not qualified to speak on that, right? That'd be like me going to Mars and meeting a Martian, trying to tell a Martian what a Martian should do about being on Mars. One, you're not from there. You should probably learn why it is that black people preference slavery. Um, that too, I think I'm going to actually like explain that real real quickly. Because I didn't want to make the episode about that, but I'm just going to expand on that very briefly. The reason why black people preference slavery is because of the treatment of the people that are like them, that came before them within this country right mistreatment racism if racism stemmed from slavery and jim crow then if it happens in the modern world one has to ask why is it happening so if it's happening we're prefacing it because it once upon a time happened and it's still happening so that's why black people mention slavery not because we want to harp on slavery uh if you treat it Africans in America like slaves and like cattle right which was mistreatment if you fast forward 200 years later or yeah give or take 200 years later 237 years I think later for lack of context 300 years later if you're still mistreating them then whatever underlining problem which is racism is happening I'm sorry, black people are going to preface that, right? If I'm living in a district that's redlined, it's it's literally because I'm black, right? It's mistreatment. Um, if I couldn't use a toilet back in Jim Crow, it's because I'm being racially mistreated. So if I get pulled over in 2020 and I'm racially profiled, it's because of racism, right? That underlining problem which is racism and white supremacy is still there whether it was within the context and the confines of slavery or Jim Crow or present modern day it's still fucking there and that's what black people were talking about not necessarily slavery uh, even though let's not get it fucked up everybody is subjugated to slavery nowadays right uh, mental slavery economic slavery wage slavery debt slavery uh, shit even your job slavery um, so I don't think he's like qualified to speak on black people preferencing their plight in America with slavery. Not to mention if you're a black person, when a black person mentions slavery, like it, it should be understood within the context of the person speaking about it. Right. So it's like when people that are not black Americans say that black people need to get over slavery or move past it, they're really not listening to what the fuck the problem is. 
all they hear is slavery. And I think they check out from the conversation um, because most people nowadays got the attention span of a gnat. Like, look at me. I do a podcast. Most of my episodes typically run between 15 to 40 minutes. I don't think nobody has the goal, or at least in my opinion, I don't think most people have the goal to sit down and listen to a 40 minute podcast because of their fucking short attention span. So I think the same thing is happening when people have discussions about the black people and the plight of uh, black people's plight in America. And they hear the word slavery or racism or discrimination. And I think their short term memory or short attention span just checks the fuck out. So when they give their opinion on whatever speaker said anything about slavery, they're not understanding that they're saying it in a a fucked up context, right? Like you're not getting the proper context. And I believe that you should always have the proper context context on which in which something is said, right? So like if he's referring to black people talking about being mistreated at the welfare office and it's because people are racist and because slavery happened like that's arbitrary i mean i'm a smart intelligent black person some people are not as articulate or can't really contextualize what the what the fuck they mean so they may not say it in the proper context right and i'm not even saying that should be disregarded but to tell a person they need to get past slavery i think if a, if a motherfucker has a 9 to 5 job They've gotten past slavery If a nigga has a small business He's gotten past slavery If a black man or woman Is having sexual relationships Or even relationships with non-black people Namely white people They've gotten past slavery So to tell a black person They should move past slavery I think functionally Everybody that's black has gotten past slavery One, they've gotten past slavery Because they're not slaves. That's that's first and foremost. But two, they don't live within the context of antebellum slavery. So they've gotten past it because it's something actually technically to be wholeheartedly honest. It's not really some shit black people can move past because we're not in it. Now, can we be reminiscent? And is that what he's meaning? That black people shouldn't be or need to stop being reminiscent of historical facts? And things that have happened in the past If he feels like that Like honestly If I was to meet um, Akon I would tell him Some things don't need to be vocalized Sometimes you don't need to Verbalize how you feel about what somebody says Especially if they're not saying the shit to you Last time I checked His family is African So who the fuck my nigga is talking about slavery Right Maybe it's some black people that he's cool with, but he's cool with black millionaires, right? He has a circle of millionaires, entertainers. I don't think entertainers, Jay-Z is not talking about slavery. Jay, uh, DMX is not talking about slavery. Kanye West, he talking about slavery, but even this dickhead gets it out of context. So I guess that's probably what he means. I don't know. If you have friends... Akon that's like Kanye West and they speak out of context of slavery and the plight of black people you should probably disregard them niggas because they're incoherent and any nigga that's speaking gibberish should be ignored but black scholars like Professor Griff or Tariq Nasheed 
Dr. Claude Anderson, hell, even Minister Louis Farrakhan, when they speak about the context of slavery, it's contextualized. Like you should, as a grown-up, you should be able to follow the context of a conversation, right? When Dr. Joyce DeGruy is talking about slavery, she's actually speaking in reference as to how people's mentality, psycho psychology, traditional upbringing, heritage. And all that shit is contextualized to the plight of the people, right? So, this is a message to Akon and immigrants, namely from Africa. You should probably keep your opinion to how black people speak on antebellum slavery. You should probably keep that to yourself in a private forum. Not go on Vlad TV and express to a Jewish white Russian why black people need to stop prefacing slavery. That's like the worst. Like, if he went on 60 Minutes, I would understand. Hell, if he went on fucking MSNBC and CNN and vocalized that in a public forum, that would, I would understand. I mean, even Don Lemon's done that shit. And, and while I don't agree with their stance, they at least have the forum where they're talking about post-slavery in America and the plight of black people. So that makes sense. But to go on Vlad TV, I think Vlad should be fucking... <coughs> I think Vlad needs to be fucking disregarded as a medium platform talking about serious issues. Maybe if you want to talk about politics on Vlad TV, have at it, right? Talking about race relations and black people speaking on antebellum slavery and uh, its contribution to a present modern day black people's plight. I think it's the wrong platform. That'd be like going on Adam 22 talking about slavery and the plight of black people. Like, why the fuck would you go there? You know what I'm saying? This is also the moments like this where I wish Tupac was still alive so he could go on Vlad TV and pistol whip Vlad. I have reason to believe Tupac probably would have stole on Vlad. Turned the table upside down on his head. Right? All these other motherfuckers, right? Washed up rappers. Has-beens. And ir uh, irrelevant acts. And yes, while I do like Akon, he's irrelevant. He's not hot like he was 10 years ago. But I wish Pac was still around. So that the only people going on his platform... It's people that know not to come out the side of their face talking about shit they are not qualified for or qualified to talk about. Right? Truth be told, if Pac was alive, half these rappers wouldn't exist and even Akon's career is debatable. But since I don't deal in hypotheticals and we can't change history, we'll never know. All I will say is Immigrants, namely African and Caribbean ones, and Akon, shut the fuck up to black people speaking on slavery. You're not qualified. Anyways, that's just been my motherfucking opinion on these three stooges. If you've been entertained, that's what's up. Um, and if you admire and look up to the first two jughead motherfuckers, F your mother. If you're Akon or an immigrant like Akon, and you think that he's qualified to speak on black issues and people... Black people, namely, speaking on slavery and its effects on the people in the country, they F your mother.